Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Gillian Devlin in for Joe Nash on Live 95. Limerick mum, Sarah, is with us. Sarah Kiley's with us this morning. Good morning to you, Sarah. Morning, Gillian. Sarah, you are concerned about a, a particular group of students who you think are being left out when it comes to state exams. Tell us more about that. Yeah, so my son um, recently completed his leave insert and um, around exam time, he something became very apparent to me. So when he was sitting his French and his Irish orals, you have to go in, as everyone knows, and you have to start speaking to the examiner and engaging with them and try and demonstrate your language skills in the particular language. And it's really nerve-wracking. I know because I've been there when they're going to do orals. <laughs> Whatever about the written exams, yeah. that interaction, because they're that bit younger, somebody yeah. so much older, you can see the examiner right in front of you. You can, yeah, yeah. yeah. The and, nerves and are off. You can prepare, but if you get asked a question that throws you a little bit, it can throw you for the whole the whole few minutes you're mm. in there and you think it, you've a really long period of time I think it's about 10 minutes that mm. you have in there with the examiner it's like half an hour it does it does and I'm sure the prospect of that for anyone in a, a straightforward situation is very you can be anxious you can be a little bit nervous um, do you know what my fella did Cool. You know the way they practice, um, you know, how many brothers and sisters do you have? Yes. And, uh, he claimed to be an only child. Didn't want, to, <laughs> didn't, didn't want to have to talk about what age his sister was or what she was doing or stuff like that. So says, no, I'm an only child. Uh, claimed he didn't have, uh, get any pocket money so he wouldn't have, have to, to uh, explain. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So he sh- shut down the conversation the whole time. But you're, you have a particular issue with your, your son. Tell us about that. Yeah, so Tiernan had um, and still has a stammer. Um, he had it since he was a very young child and that's usually the way uh, boys have more of a chance of having a stammer than girls. I think it's it's four or five to one. So for every five we've, boys, we've, yeah, um, only one girl would have a stammer. Um, it can be a neurological condition. It can be just a speech and language condition. It can do... It, there's a whole complex range, range of reasons why someone would have a stammer. Sometimes it can be genetic, sometimes it can be as a result of an accident or a traumatic event. So there are so many reasons someone can have a stammer as a child. Sometimes they grow out of it and sometimes they don't and you just have to manage it. But what I found out through the process when Tiernan was doing his pre-leave insert um Obviously, the school were really helpful and they always knew that Tiernan had a speech and language difficulty and they were really good in the beginning when he went into first year. Um, the teachers, it was flagged, like every mm. other child that had some sort of uh, an issue, whether yeah. it be a family dynamic, an additional need or a disability of some yeah. sort. Everything like that is flagged to teachers um, and this was as well. But I found out that basically you do not get any any write down or any um, consideration when it comes to having a stammer when you're going in. Really? Yeah, yeah. Now, and, uh, is the instructor even told? They are. This is the thing. There is no mechanism not, there. They're no. not allowed to take it into account? No, they're not. They're, they're kind of given a nod as if to say, like, you need to consider this, but... Nothing, nothing formal. And I would imagine if you have that stammer, like obviously things like nervous yeah. situations are going Makes to it exacerbate worse. it. And then you're immediately thinking as a young person, 
oh, I'm stammering more. And that then blocks the brain waves yeah. that are giving you the answers to certain you, you things. You use the word block and that is what they say. Mm. So if someone has a stammer and they're and they're trying to get a word out, that's called a block. So they're blocking. So mm. the word is being blocked from coming out. Yeah, We've gone through years of... Um, speech therapy as a small child um, it didn't work um, I later found out that it's a very specialised area mm. some some speech and language therapists won't take on a person mm. who stammers because it is so complex because again going back to the reasons why someone may stammer Yeah, I was fascinating reading up on this before we did this chat Sarah uh, to hear that Ed Sheeran yeah. Emily Blunt yeah. and even President Joe Biden all, have all yeah. lived with this. So, yeah. like, you know, obviously people can overcome it, um, but, you know, it can affect just about anybody. It can, and actually Simon Coveney is the same, I learned recently. Wow. Yeah, yeah. and I often, we used to say this to Tiernan, um, listen, this person, that person, they all have stammers. We can see them. Hmm. We can see them because there are techniques you can ah, use. Yeah. So sometimes when I see someone, I go, oh my God, that person hmm. is... You know, there's a delay, there's a pattern, there is a a breathing technique and that's the key in all of this. Yeah. Um, well, I know Joe spoke to an expert. Joe yes. Nash spoke to an expert, not Joe Biden. Joe Nash spoke to an expert uh, not so long ago, earlier during the summer, uh, about this David Heaney. And we got a huge reaction. He's from the chair of the Irish Stammering Association. Let's have a reminder of what he had to say. It's well known that Emily Blunt and uh, kind of Joe Biden have a uh, stammer. And in fact, our, a former chair of ours, Michael Ryan, uh, actually met uh, kind of Joe Biden, and not when he was over last time, but actually the previous time he was over. And uh, there's some very interesting um, videos up on uh, kind of YouTube uh, of kind of Joe Biden speaking at the National Stuttering Association in America, talking about his journey. And Emily is as well too is is a, is a very uh, kind of well known uh, movie star. The only thing I would say about Emily is she said about curing, uh, overcoming is a better word because I don't think anyone ever cures uh, a stutter or a stammer. Uh, there's two basic aspects to it. Uh, there's been a lot of research recently and there's a neurological side to it which you you can't overcome unfortunately but there's the other side which is what we I would call kind of learned behaviour so fear is that you build up apprehensions about speaking as, as uh, kind of situations or when you avoid a situation you build up uh, an association with that and that tends to uh, make you stammer more so you can work on kind of that side of things and you can overcome it and the main thing I would say uh, about a stammer is uh, you have overcome it in my opinion if it doesn't hold you back that's the worst thing about having a stammering if it stops you doing things if it stops you from uh, do, uh, going into certain situations or going into a certain career because you think mm. I can't do it so that was David Heaney from the Irish Stammering Association chatting to Joe Nash earlier this summer. Sarah, you are so you nodding along yeah. to everything he was saying there. It all makes sense to you. It does. And it, it is about overcoming. Um, Tiernan said something really profound to me a few years ago. He was, he was after coming through a really difficult period after his dad died. And it was like a switch came on in him. He knew that this was something to be carried and mm. to overcome rather than try and cure because you'll never cure it. it. It isn't to be cured. It's something that you just have to live with. It's Yeah, it's hard for a young person though to, to accept that. Yeah. You know, because there's a certain yeah. amount of resentment because you're sitting in a cl class yeah. of possibly 30 other students and none of them are dealing with it. So you're like, why me? Gillian, it was horrendous in school for him. 
he used mm. to come home and he'd be so upset and so anxious and he'd be trying to keep it together all day in school. Did anyone he, make fun of him? Yeah, they did. They did. He came home one day and it was actually... Um, We're uh, awful, aren't we, as people? Like, uh, to be honest, I remember a fellow, um, uh, mm. a friend of my dad's, and I, I, I knew, like, he, all grown adults. Yeah. And occasionally... The, you know, little jokes will come out about it and yeah. stuff like that. There was one day in school, this was the, the most hurtful thing that I, I think I've ever heard, but in fairness to the teachers, they really they, they really dealt with it, thankfully, mm. before it escalated. So he was only in first year, it was his first week in school, in, in a new secondary school. Like all young people going back to school, mm. the mammies and daddies and guardians are there and they're trying to make sure that they're safe, that they're well. Mm. Um, and he went into school and everyone was being asked their name around the classroom and he got a block as he tried to say his name. And that's often the case with someone Mm. who stammers that they really, their name is a big trigger. They can't Mm. get their name out because they're waiting to be asked and the anxiety builds and he couldn't say his name. And someone in the class turned around and said, oh, he doesn't even know his own name. Mm. And everyone erupted laughing. So then they started giving him a nickname because he didn't know his own name. Yeah. Yeah. That was horrendous. But to to have overcome to what he has mm. uh, in, in his Leaving Cert Irish and in his French, he, he always thought he had a problem with language. He actually didn't. He had a problem with communicating because of the stammer. He got exceptional results in his in his English, in his Irish and in his French. Well done, tear then. <laughs> That's so amazing. It is. Yeah. And, and yeah. like the people you mentioned, the famous people who were able to overcome this and, and just live with it, I feel that Tiernan will do the same. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he will, if he's your son for sure anyway. Um, but apart from that, like mm. stu- kids out there, they should be getting that extra understanding when they it comes should. to camps. Yeah, and they don't because yeah. they can't. The mechanism isn't there with the Department of Education to flag something like this. You get, you get, kind of write-downs or, or, or credit for different different needs, additional needs that a student may have, whether mm. it's ADD, ADHD, yeah. dyslexia, um, any of the learning, recognised learning exactly. uh, abilities or disabilities. But with stammering, there's no recognition whatsoever for someone who has that. And I'd say every morning when someone with a stammer wakes up, it's probably very difficult. We take communication and speaking as something that just happens. For them, it never just happens. It has to be worked on all the time. So my message to people who are with people who stammer or meet people who stammer, please do not try to finish their sentences. Please do not try to interrupt them. Don't tell them they're fine. You're fine. Take your time. Don't do that, please. Mm. Just give them the space. Yeah. Just give them the space. Yeah. Sarah, you're here with us as a mum sharing this story. Yeah. Put your other hat on there okay. as a councillor of <laughs> oh, no. Limerick City and County Council. Uh, there's a special meeting taking place today, anti-social right, yeah. behaviour. Yeah. Uh, what are you expecting and what are you going to be saying? I believe the Gardaí are going to be in, tend- in attendance today. As we know, there are many issues around the city and around housing estates. Uh, this morning I woke up and saw on my feed that there have been a number of... Um, a number of people who've had their windscreens and back windows smashed in their car up around the Rapa and Janesborough, Balnacora, Weston area. Um, the problem is, for me, all day long, I've seen video footage of one of the incidents in Balnacora, Weston, and it's people on scramblers, on on these, these scramblers. Our TDs need to step up here. A lot of the antisocial behaviour going on in the city is as a result of the use of scramblers, the illegal use of scramblers, 
I'm saying illegal, but technically it's not because there's no legislation there to enable the Gardaí to do their job. And the Gardaí have said this that on this programme. Yes, Superintendent Derek yeah. Smart was sitting in that very chair yeah. not so long ago. He did promise mm. that it, it looks like it's on the way and that when it's in place, they will have the powers to deal with this they uh, will. and it will make a change. But it's but not listed until next it, year. Yeah. So we're, we're going to continue in this pattern. I'm not sure a special meeting is the, 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 the scenario that we need. The JPC might be a better fit. Um, but look, uh, every every group, every member of the council are entitled to call a special yeah. meeting for something that is important. Yeah, and it gives us an opportunity to highlight it here on this programme, on our yes. news bulletins and keep putting the pressure on, I suppose. It does. Sarah, thanks so much for thanks, coming to us this morning. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Gillian Devlin in for Joe Nash on Live 95.